0: what's up guys happy thursday mm. kind of orange and blue thing out here on long island it was a nice
1: day, like it's, day. it's a beautiful day it's
0: a we got a guy yeah, here he there that played good. golf all day good for him uh i'm not talking about you pete i'm talking about mr danny Shea in the background what a nice day for him to be out <laughs> on the golf course but anyway orange and blue thing happy to be back himself. it feels
1: like it's been three weeks it's been 10 days I missed you. It's a little gap, you know. It might take me a little while to get back in the swing of things. Yeah, right. You You're know, I'm a not, pro, man. I'm not getting enough at bats lately. I, I think it's it might be an issue for me, you know. Give me a break, Petey Mac. I want to go doub- all on Broxton You're here, doing but- double
0: duty here, Mr. Uh, Two Podcast Guy. So uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Pete is now a part of The Athletic. Congratulations.
1: Thanks, bud. Yeah, hosting a uh, podcast Tim Britton, who's been covering the team for The Athletic for a couple of years. So do that a couple of days. Do this. I think they're very different shows. That one's going to be, you know. Hardcore baseball, and I think it's a little little more relaxed as you might have gotten a sense. Uh, yeah, I don't know if the here. athletic
0: lets you drink <laughs> beers on the job. Uh, it's encouraged here. And I was talking about this on Facebook Live earlier. I said the only reason I'm on this show is because I own the brand. Otherwise, I'd have really no business hosting anything to do with a baseball podcast, I don't think. Uh, I don't give myself enough credit sometimes, but I think that you're the baseball guy and I'm just the, the drinker who pushes the buttons over here. So anyway, we
1: have fun here. That's the key. Yeah. I like the duck shirt, by the way. Kirk Neuenheis would uh, would appreciate that. Yeah, a little
0: Wally Backman, who yeah. I actually reached out to of the uh, Ducks. I want to do something with Wally if he wants to do something with us, so we'll see. Awesome. Stay tuned on that for a little From the Seats segment there, but give us a shout if you want to uh, give us your two cents about the Mets or chime in on uh, maybe our, our love of competitive eating, because me, me and Pete were just talking <laughs> about competitive eating here. Fourth of July is coming up soon. Hot dogs and uh, hamburgers and the Nathan's eat Eating Contest there on Fourth of July. One of the
1: great television events of the year. Oh, I love it. It's phenomenal. I love that it. it's on ESPN. The build-up they have like a two hour <laughs> pregame show. Nader X. For the Nathans.
0: Badlands Booker.
1: Oh, you're, you're naming all the Matt guys? Matt Stoney. Now. Yeah. Well, Big, Joey Chestnut. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. easy yeah. one. Kobayashi. He's a legend, though. He has a legend. He might be as good at his thing as any athlete in sports right now, is it there? You think so? Ch- Joey Chestnut. How many times he won? That's true. But the only because
0: Kobayashi got banned. Well. And then Kobayashi did his
1: own why did separate. He, why did he get banned? I don't remember. Yeah, but I remember he like steroids? showed up. <laughs> <laughs> he like showed up one year, it was kind of awkward. I don't remember exactly. And then he what did his own there.
0: rival hot dog eating contest. But I think at Kobayashi the exact was already time.
1: on the decline. Maybe. And Joey Chestnut, you know. Captain America, there getting it done every Fourth of July.
0: Anyone that's interested in this, go to uh, YouTube and look up Matt stoney He's from California. He's always my pick in the hot dog eating contest. But give us a call six three one three eight eight five one nine five. The calls have been lacking lately, and um, you know not that that really matters because we're going to sit here and chit chat anyway. But uh, it also probably hurts that we only have one phone line so people get fed up when it's busy so if you call you will get through talk to Lizzie and she'll put you on with me and Pete Mets or whatever Lucky 631-388-5195 you. we gotta come up with something that that actually stands for we gotta look at the dial see if that 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 Ooh. writes anything out there
1: hopefully not broxton i'm trying to think of seven letter names and things so we all we're all down on Keon. on right you know what uh, I, I i mentioned it a couple of times i said the mets lost today as uh we all know And he made the last out and that's one thing did you hear him after the game
0: he's one for 23 he hasn't had it hit since april 18th or something like that and then afterwards if you guys missed it what pete's talking about he said he's disappointed he's not getting more playing time Are and he's,
1: he's he started with what I don't want to make excuses that, you know, I'm not that guy. And then immediately goes into, I'm not playing. It's tough coming off the bench. You're not getting any at-bats. And I don't understand why, you know, how they've used me this year. Dude, he was down in the minor leagues for more than half the season last year with the Milwaukee Brewers. The Mets traded for him, gave him an opportunity. Yeah, he's a bench bat at yeah. this point. Uh, dude, <laughs> nobody wants to hear it
0: Pete, right now. I'll tell you something. Besides bowling... BMX and drinking beer. I am not that athletic, but if you put me in the box, I might be able to get a hit in one out of twenty-three chances. I'm not saying I'm a professional baseball player, but are you? Can you chalk this up to just bad luck, or is this who this guy is?
1: I mean, he's not a 143 hitter for life, but he's not much better than that his either. Highlight. He's like a 200 hitter in his career. He's got some power. He's got some speed. He plays defense. He's very similar I say, to one His, his highlight reel was his defense. Yeah. Well, he's very similar to Ligaris, so he's a little wasted on the team. So, you know, you're not going to play him over Ligaris, So He gets buried. He doesn't have a role because they already have a guy playing it. So, at this point, send him down to the minor leagues you would think would be the move. But now... Everything gets complicated because Michael Conforto is concussed during the game today. So it's possible, and we'll see how it all goes. But he's taking a train back up to New York. So he's not going down to Miami. They're not
0: pulling the Ryan Church.
1: So he's already missing three games there. And if you go on the injured list for a concussion, it's only seven days. So they might err on the side of caution and put him out for a week, in which case they're going to have to call up an outfielder and need some extra help. Well, out what about there. Gomez? Yeah, I mean Carlos Gomez. If been you do the very well down to AAA,
0: and if you don't bring him up, I think by June first, I mean I guess yeah. uh, something happens then. He has, but
1: is it the ability to opt out right, and go right. elsewhere?
0: Well, you know, uh, it's tough to it's tough to see Conforto go down like that. I mean, I don't know if there was just I was honestly I was listening to the game. I was trying to pull double duty with getting stuff stuff ready for the show, so I didn't wasn't glued to the show to the broadcast today. But it was a pretty big collision there, and uh, clearly, you know, you get a concussion, pretty straight shot. But you had mentioned that. Um, you know, on the drive over here, something about the reason why Conforto maybe didn't go down the football route was because his dad, right? Well,
1: yeah, his dad was a tremendous linebacker at Penn State, and yeah, had a lot of leg injuries, you know, over the course of his career and and life and stuff, and so, you know, Conforto, he could have gone the football route. I think he would have been a safety, but yeah, he wanted to play baseball easier on the body, and then, yeah, you look at his baseball career now, he, he dislocated his shoulder on a swing, yeah. right? And then, you know, now today he gets in a collision, the outfield concussed. I mean, listen, it's small potatoes compared to what an NFL career would be. But this is a guy who, you yeah, know, he throws his body around. We've seen it over the years. Yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't shy away from contact. And, you know, here's a spot. Him and Cano miscommunicate. They're looking up for a ball. Pop into one another. And hopefully, you know, Michael's able to shake this off because, yeah, look at uh, Clint Frazier in the Yankees last year. Like, some times these concussions can really linger and be a, a much bigger problem than you might think when it's you know a little wobble when he's standing up today. Uh, so hopefully he's able to shake it off quickly and, and get back out there for the Mets.
0: Well, I'm glad that the, the Mets learned well, you know, just teams in general have learned a lot about concussions over the past decade, and and the way that the whole I brought up Ryan Church. I'm pretty sure that was that's the deal with that. They had him; continue, he flew he after flew. his concussion, and you know we knew what happened after that. So I'm glad that the that the Nationals park is close enough to City Field for him to hop on a train and not go down to Florida and make it even worse than it than it might already be. Uh, speaking of planes, though, coming home on Monday could not have been more well it could have been more of a nightmare but we got home safe and sound but the the four-hour flight turned into 12-hour commute I you was, had
1: a nice vacation it was good you, you tanned up a little bit is uh, that i don't as tan. tan as you get I, don't okay. tan.
0: I i yeah i throw on the spf 70 and, and try to make <laughs> sure this irish skin doesn't turn into a tomato but it was a fun time down with the fam <laughs> i enjoyed it did uh, you find
1: out where san lucia is is it uh, with the islands did Saint you do your geography Saint lesson lucia. there
0: yeah it was it's, it's beautiful. And you know what? Th- right when we got there, we were talking to a girl in the um, in the buffet area. The, our room wasn't ready yet. And she said, where are you from? We said, New York. She's like, oh, it's my dream to go to New York. And I'm like, you're from the most beautiful place hmm. ever. Um, and I'm not sh- completely shitting on New York. But it's not that great to come to New York. New and York? It's great. It's great. It's, 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 I love New York. There's nothing
1: else like it. I, but once you yeah. wh-
0: think of it this way. I'm a New Yorker through and through, I love where I live, I love New York, I love everything about it, I love my team, but if you don't go to like a Broadway show or you don't care to go, I've never been to Statue of Liberty, I've never been to the Empire State Building, I've never done any of this stuff. You
1: grow up on the beach. In St. Lucia, you've never seen as many people as you would, like, just standing at Grand Central for I two I feel seconds. like... Like, the, the whole thing is totally bizarre. I don't know. To, you know, walking in Times Square and look at all the Great, lights. Cool, like Just because you this. did it in high school doesn't mean some people I agree, are like, I guess. oh, this is amazing. Look at all this stuff here. Darren, I think you're visiting, such a stick oh in the mud. I think visiting New York... You
2: are such a stick I in the mud. I think visiting New York
0: might be a little overrated, to be honest.
2: You... Okay, okay, okay. Let me explain, Darren, for just a moment. We go to all these different cities around the <laughs> country, and guess what he does? Absolutely nothing.
0: I he, go to a bar.
2: He and- doesn't go visit anything. He, nothing touristy. They <laughs> end up like liking a buffet, or I mean, a I'm buffet. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not a buffet, a brunch spot, and then they'll go there every single day. Hell yeah. It's you know what you're weird so do not even <laughs> talk about like new york like that
0: all right well listen honey if you're watching this i love that she <laughs> shares my love of finding a it's brunch true. spot because Kelly i don't have to get Kelly's dragged to you. like any of the tourist stuff when we go all over the country so anyway um saint lucia was great the flight home i'm i'm giving props to my four-year-old she was a saint on this flight home uh, so, you're stuck
1: on the runway for like for three four hours. hours on the runway.
0: The, a chair was broken, so they had tried to fix the chair. And then. <laughs> That's the
1: stupidest reason to get grounded. And
0: we weren't sold out. Like, the flight wasn't sold out. So, some chair that wasn't even needed on this flight uh. was broken. They tried to fix it. So, when we got to LaGuardia, I mean, uh, JFK, hey. they would have been able to use a full flight for somewhere else. So, they tried to fix the, the chair. I guess they fixed it. There's no other planes. We're the only planes. So once they actually take off or go out to go on the mm-hmm. runway, you're like, all right, we're not waiting. You know, sometimes you're waiting on that line of 15 planes trying to take off. I'm like, well, why are we sitting here now? All of a sudden it starts moving. You're expecting they're just going to gun it. They did a U-turn, brought us back to the gate again because the air conditioner broke. So we had to sit there for <laughs> another two hours. So whatever, my four-year-old pulled it, pulled it out like a troop and uh, no crying, got home safe and sound. So whatever. Anyway, dude, crack these freaking Win. beers. I'm still in island time. I would like to have a beer with you, Mr. McCarthy. <laughs> Island
1: time. You should have been starting at like uh, 10 o'clock a.m. then. Who says I did? You know, with the golf fans over <laughs> here in Bedford. Cheers, baby. Cheer. Oh, baby. I saw them I on the Cheers, I got a baby. Wow. Cheers, baby. I, I get Mr. Pete. So, uh Mr. You Pete, know. Pete, Pete, and Mac. Start warming it up a little bit. Papa Pete. <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of people come back from the golf when I was taking the train out here today.
2: Oh, my God. I'm like crying back here.
1: <laughs> ready to roll. You can't call people baby? I love you. <laughs> All right. Cheers to... Uh,
0: Cheers to our friends for these brewskis.
1: Our babies and McKellar. Cheers to the babes and the babies. <laughs> I call at- everybody baby now. You know? well, I uh, call ex- my baby baby, and it just it goes all over the place. I want I you guess. to call me
0: babe or baby <laughs> every Thursday now. All right, so shout out oh to McKellar God. for the tasty beverages. I'm on the United Weed Cheers, which should be back in stock any day now. Pete is on the Wit Wit, or can I get a Wit Wit? And uh, you can get these beers delivered. To your house or your job in the four boroughs. They don't deliver to Staten Island yet or Nassau County. Go to mckellernyc.com. Click on the little delivery button to see all the different beers mckellar has in stock for their delivery service. Use the, the code T7L20 to get 20% off your delivery. Special for you guys as a thank you for watching, Orange and or Blue Thing. And we will also be at mckellar this, oh, wrong frame there, this Saturday night. So this Saturday night, there is a charity beer pong tournament. I'm going to try to twist your arm and get out there, Pete. I know life is a little difficult now. You got the little one. But if you can, try to make it out. The 32 teams are already filled up, but they're doing a lot of cool things for the fans that want to just come and hang. They're doing door prizes. They are raffling off four seats in a suite, uh, the McKellar's owner's suite at the at the ballpark. So definitely come out and out. And try to help raise some loot.
1: You never know; like people might need help on the injured list. Yeah. it is a it's a it's a dangerous sport sometimes. Beer pong. So it is. You, you never know what's going to happen. People my, go down.
0: My wife and I are playing. I expect we will not make it very far. So our team name it was my my wife's suggestion here. We are win or lose, we still booze. And we'll probably be out in the first round. So, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sad about it, though, because McKellar's a fun time. The beers are great. And it's all for a good cause. So, Sunrise Day Camp. We're trying to raise money for Sunrise Day Camp, which, um, what is their mission here? It says, they are the world's only dedicated day camp for children with cancer and their siblings provided completely free of charge. So, definitely try to make it out to McKeller on Saturday if you can. Oh. So. Um if you were that? in
2: a meatball eating contest, how many meatballs could you eat?
0: It depends on the size of the meatball, what it's made of. That's true. Uh, Somebody
2: was in a meatball eating contest. Why is this in the won? comments? Yeah.
0: Uh Big Mike used to be in the competitive uh, hot dog eating contest. <laughs> I think he tried out. He did the the qualifier for Nathans
1: in Virginia. My grandma used to yeah, make right. Swedish meatballs. I could get to like 50, 60 of those. Really? Those are this delicious. guy oh, yeah. this guy John, little, he know?
2: ate 13 and one.
1: Well, those, those may be the big old Italian yeah. They must have been like, yeah.
0: the, yeah, like the big Italian meatballs.
1: You're bragging not. about 13 meatballs. They're not <laughs> Swedish meatballs. Those are the legit. Why are they called John, Swedish how many, meatballs? How by many way? Just, like, the, meatballs the, sauce? the sauce is sweeter, I think. I don't know what makes it Swedish, but there's smaller meatballs and they're very sweet.
0: You know, I can eat the shit out of corn beef. Sweet. I can eat so much corned beef, like pounds and pounds of corned beef. So I got to find out where the uh, contest is for that. <laughs> Anyway, it's still early. We didn't even get to a lot of our topics. We're already going off the rails. Uh, Pete, if I said to you, Mm -hmm. let me pull this up here. If I said to you, 47 days, zero hours, and 44 minutes from now, what would you think that's for? What's that countdown for right there?
1: The all-star game.
0: No. This is the countdown for Mr. Brody Van Wagenen to come sit with the Seven-Line Army at the Subway Series July 2nd at City Field. Ah. Now, when he signed up for this during the offseason, do you think he already thought that if shit goes south pretty early here <laughs> that
1: this might be a rough time for him? I don't know if he considered that anything could go south based on the way he was talking in the offseason, right? It was, come get us! And now uh, they've been gotten by a, a couple of teams in the division, yeah. losing the two out of three to the Nationals. I'm sure we'll get to it. It's... It, it terrible what what happened today and in, in so many different ways in this series overall uh but uh but yeah i mean i think he was uber confident i don't think he considered the fact that they might not be a very good team this year based on everything that he said they didn't want he didn't want to leave any um you know any issues for this team right he wanted to close all the question marks and clearly uh as we're at the quarter mark of the season they haven't done that
0: yeah, I mean, it's you know he's still going to be not not that anyone's going to be rude to him. Uh, I would hope not anyway. But the you know to sign up and to even want to do that, that's really cool, at Brody. So yeah. I can't wait for it. It's going to be a fun time. But I'm hoping that shit doesn't go.
2: I hope he's not on the injured list that week.
0: Well, we were just saying, making a joke. I'm like, uh, we've talked about (laughs) flu-like symptoms before on the show, so hopefully he doesn't have flu-like symptoms that day. But it it should be a fun. I think
1: he'll be. I I think he'll be around. I I don't think that he's one that's going to shy away as things aren't going well. I I don't. I don't get that sense. Yeah. and he's someone that he could talk a little bit, yeah. you know, oh, like if, if you yeah, if you have some questions where you're a fan, you get all passionate, uh, you know, to him talking about the Mets. I get the feeling he'll have some kind of answer for you. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be the one that you want. because we'll Really, it's about what you do on the field. Yeah. But uh, I think he can handle himself there, you know, uh, being uh, hanging out with all the guys there. So, uh, yeah, today, it's just maddening today. Wasn't it? Very winnable
0: game. I mean, the uh, series as
1: a whole. The Nationals stink right now. They're yeah. freaking terrible. Yeah. Their starting pitcher, Annabelle Sanchez, gets knocked out in the second inning. they have the worst bullpen in all of freaking baseball. And the Mets, yes, they're credit, They tied the game, but then nothing for innings at a time. The, the Nationals bullpen absolutely slayed them until the Mets had a little rally in the ninth inning that fell short against Sean Doolittle. But the real. Problem area for the Nets was middle innings, and the Mets weren't able to do anything in that time. Drives you nuts. And Zach yeah. Wheeler wasn't good enough either.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, his first inning giving up four runs. Um, mm. You know, like you said, once Sanchez was out of the game, you think, all right, here's our shot to get back in it, and they did. Uh, we were actually messing around on Facebook Live inside during the ninth inning, and I and I thought they were going to actually come back out and tie the game. Unfortunately, came up a little short. But what i like to see, if you want to pull out any positive, is that they, they – did rally back, get somewhat close, but like you said, the Nationals They're going to win now. You know, right, they're right, they're right, not
1: right. 10 games over five hundred, right. where you say, all right, you know, they lost two out of three, it's on the road, whenever you come back. They're in the process of having to make up games and trying right. to get back over five hundred. and in this race. They have a soft spot in their schedule right now. You're maybe never going to face the Nationals at a better time than coming into this series. You don't have to deal with Scherzer. You don't have to deal with Strasburg. And they lose two out of three anyway. Yeah. You know, you're throwing Wilmer Font in the middle games. You're basically throwing a game away there. So you have to win the other two. And they failed today. And they got a big break, like I said, with Anibal Sanchez going out of this game in the second inning, and you don't find a way to win it. That's not a good sign.
0: So you brought up Font. Gio Gonzalez Mm. is looking pretty good right now, right?
1: He's killed it in Milwaukee. He's got like a 1.69 ERA and someone that the Mets just didn't want quite enough. And now... Yeah, you know, they didn't want to guarantee him a spot in the rotation. You know, every fifth day, they're scrambling. Right. It's Font one week. Uh, Vargas is going to have a rehab start, so they're going to have to figure it out in the fit spot again. Next time around, maybe Drew gets an opportunity. I mean, they're just throwing it up against the wall at least once a week in this rotation, even when Vargas comes back, it's the same situation. And it's such an obvious problem that they could have fixed with Gio Gonzalez. We've talked about Dallas Keuchel, the many different options they had over the course of the offseason. And this is where they are, where it's just a cycle every five days, and they're just throwing somebody against the wall and hoping to get Fon's first start, which is like four innings, two runs. Yeah, like That's the best they're ever going to do in the fifth spot in the rotation, which, again, there's a domino effect to that. You exhaust your bullpen, and as good as the rest of the Mets' rotation is supposed to be, stuff happens. Guys don't pitch deep in games, and then you're burned out. It happens so fast for teams. It did last year, and the fact they didn't address it. It's one of the reasons they are where they are. Well,
0: hopefully this works out. But I heard a positive. Uh, we'll see if it's positive. Uh, Matt's through yesterday. They're looking to bring him back possibly Saturday in Miami. So if that comes to be, it'll be um, it'll be Jacob on Friday, Noah on Saturday. I mean Jacob on Friday, Matts on Saturday, and Noah on Sunday. I mean I think like. Y- it's it's tough to say must win in May, but they have to sweep the series. The, they haven't lost a game yet to the Marlins. And I put up a pretty bold prediction here. Not even really that bold. I'm not saying these guys are going to win out over the next 17 games. But I was feeling a little confident after they won on Monday uh, or Tuesday. And I said, the Mets are 20-20 right now with 17 games left this month. Feeling the Mets will be 31 and 26 at the end of May after losing the, the next two against the Nationals, we'll we'll see if they are able to pull out pull that out.
1: But well, you got to sweep the Marlins. Yep. The schedule is is pretty thin even after sure. that. And who do they get after Miami? So, uh, no. no, they get Detroit. Right. They get Miami, Washington again, then Detroit. Mm-hmm. Then they end the week and they go out West and it's LA, LA and Arizona. So it's a, it's a little trickier when they go out West, but for these next couple of weeks, still the schedule is light enough for the Mets to try to do some damage here and win some games. And it's what they have to do. They're facing all these teams with losing records, but again, you're not going to get the nationals at a better time than they were coming into this series. Nationals, Weren't hitting at all. Now, Gerardo Parra is hitting in the middle of their lineup, picked up off the scrappy. but He had a, a big shot against the Mets today. It's just, you know, it's, it's frustrating. It really is. And these are the kind of games that the Mets have to find a way to win. And, you know, you go back to last year. Maybe they get their clocks cleaned every Sunday. Uh-huh. They lose yeah, every yeah, yeah. Sunday. And this year, too. Rubber games in series, they're like oh for their last five, they've not done a good job of winning series, winning these pivotal games that you know leave you feeling good about yourself, get you two out of three. That's what you want to do consistently over the course of the year, and it's a lot of that the same kind of problem. I don't know if it's, you know, lack of killer instinct or just happenstance, but, you know, find a way to win these series, win these games, especially against division opponents and one like the Nationals that was eight games under 500 coming into the series.
0: Yeah. So, uh, let's uh, let's give a little shout out here to, uh, what are you guys laughing at? (laughs)
2: Everybody in the comments is still talking about meatballs, and now I want meatballs.
0: <laughs> 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 well, I'm sure you could find some meatballs on uh, your way home, there, Liz.
2: Everybody's
1: talking about meatballs.
0: <laughs> All right, meatball, the meatball clan out I tr- there.
1: I tried, uh, <laughs> you know, eating competition to some degree. I I, I did the, the burger air.
0: one outside of City Field. It was sponsored by, I guess, Brooklyn Burger or something like that. Oh yeah, on the Pavilion.
1: How many burgers? Are you, uh, Not three, that many. Four?
0: I didn't. I wasn't prepared. I didn't even know it was happening. I showed up for a game. And then that was just going on. And I signed up. I got the T-shirt. I don't know. Maybe I had three or four. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how long the competition was, how many minutes it was.
2: I want to know about more about your Philly cheesesteak eatings.
1: Oh, wait, uh, yeah, Try to do three? I, yeah, I, I made the comment I could eat three Philly cheesesteaks in an hour when I was doing the, the show on WOR. So we put it to the test. And we did like a Facebook Live. And after the show, I grabbed like a soda because I read sugar makes you hungrier, which wasn't a good idea. <laughs> but anyway, I started... <laughs> Slamming, you know, really cheesesteaks. You were at the studio, I was at the studio, so I did what the show at 9 o'clock, they? and then I started chowing down on cheesesteaks. They were from 99 miles to Philly, which is tremendous cheesesteaks in the city. They're greasy, they're good. So, the first one, so I like was chopped like, I'm meat? gonna do this.
2: Is it chopped meat? Yeah, sliced, sliced. Oh yeah. right? Yeah, sliced. No, the slice sucks if you have to get chopped meat. That's no, like, the best.
1: I don't know. It was chopped, sliced, whatever it was. was sliced is terrible. It's a a legit Philly cheesesteak. Like 99 miles to Philly makes a legit Philly cheesesteak. So, you know, slammed down the first one, no problem. Second one went down okay too. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to pull this off. And then the third one, it was like my saliva ceased to exist. (laughs) It felt like I was (laughs) chewing on cardboard. Like, I would chew and chew and it's chew like and nothing would like happen. Like a Subway size? Yeah. 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 So it was just the bread more than anything else. Like I guess the salt just, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't know what happened, but I couldn't chew anything anymore, like, you know, and have it go Your down. Your jaw gets tired too. It wasn't even that. It was just like I was just chewing all like bubble gum, you know? It's <laughs> not the sandwich. It was just, you're not supposed to eat this many of these salty critters, I guess. So. Yeah, I didn't. I put down like <laughs> two and a third or something. It was pretty embarrassing. The other thing I did that was stupid. That's not really embarrassing. That's, uh, that's you it. know, you said you're gonna do it, you want to do it. Well, at least you tried. The other it. thing I did that didn't really work is I I watched the you know the Fourth of July hot dog uh-huh. eating contest, right? So what do the guys do? They dip it in the water mm-hmm. so that it makes a little easier with the bread. So I tried doing that with, with the cheese stick? <laughs> like cheese? You dipped the cheese cheesesteak in soda? <laughs> no, I dipped it in water. Oh oh. <laughs> Like, I dipped it in water. And what I didn't really think about is the that was gonna the into meat the... and, like, all this stuff gets into the water. And the water just looked disgusting. <laughs> and, like, you're trying not to yak as it is. You're eating all this. Then you're looking at this filthy cup that's, like, turning different colors. Oh. You can't tell if it's, like, you know, meat runoff or what's going on in the bread in there. I mean, it's, and this is more strategy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> on the internet,
1: uh, it might be on Facebook Live somewhere. That's you ever hear of the uh,
0: I'm pretty sure it's called the Jersey Turnpike, a shot called the Jersey Turnpike.
2: A shot, yeah,
0: have you? No, no, so you don't tell people what it's going to be. I'm but, well, I think you kind of have to because they can get really sick from this. But the Jersey Turnpike, if someone agrees to it, they know what it is. You take the bar, yeah. the, oh, the, ew. the mats from the side of the bartending side where you mix your drinks and you pour it into a shaker and then you strain that into shot glasses. That's the Jersey Turnpike.
2: That's so disgusting. I've never
0: done it, but...
1: Now, I have a question. It's so much- I never bartended before. Uh-huh. Is it strictly alcohols and things like that nah, can- up in there or is it like nah, it's dirty water, yeah, water and other things? Water,
0: mixers, yeah. lime juice, okay. whatever. You got to drink it. If you agree, or maybe it's a bet type thing. Speaking of uh, people <laughs> who don't know how to bartend...
2: That- that- that grossed me out more than the water story.
0: Down around the pool and <laughs> St. Lucia, I think it was Thursday or fr- no, Friday, they had a pool party and the party staff there who uh, give them credit, they have to pretend they're happy like all the time, like the yeah. Zumba people down yeah, in yeah. Uh, Mexico. Yeah. So they pick six random people out of the pool, put them behind the bar, and then they pick five judges out of the pool, put them in bar stools. The people had to go behind the bar and make any drink they wanted to make. They don't know what the what the hell they're yeah. mixing up. They should have picked you. I didn't want to do it. Oh. And then they hand it and give it to the judges. The judges have to drink it and then judge which drinks the best. But I was watching people mix like stuff that should not go together. Behind the bar, just grab any bottle, like make it look, you know, red. And oh my god, it was disgusting. Anyway, that's how a Long
1: Island Iced Tea was born. That's though, true. so you know, you, you got to have some creativity back there. Yo, make
0: it strong. L I T. Make it strong. There's only one way to make a Long Island Iced Tea, and it's with a splash of soda. So it's always going to be strong. Anyway, uh, let's talk about this book I've been trying to promote here. Uh, they said it couldn't be done by Wayne Coffee. Um, if you li- if you live under a rock. Maybe you don't know. This is the 50-year anniversary of the 1969 World Series Champion Mets. And uh, this book is by the New York Times bestselling author Wayne Coffey, who you might remember from working on... Um, Wherever I Wind Up," book. Wherever I Wind Up with R.I. Dickey. So mm-hmm. great reviews about the book. It's a masterpiece, as Gary Cohen. Uh, it goes beyond the miracle, though. It tells the story of the unlikely collection of players and the hallowed manager who inspired them to greatness. So... Check it out wherever books are sold. I know Pete was browsing a little bit before we went live. I can't wait to dive in. They actually just came in a couple days ago. Um, and Wayne also wrote The uh, The Boys of Winter. I don't know if you guys have read that one. So share the show right now to be put in the running. We have two copies to give away. Um, unfortunately, they didn't send a third. I was hoping to keep one for ourselves. So uh, I'll have to go pick one up on Amazon. I know it's on there. So wherever books are sold, available right now. They said it couldn't be done by Wayne Coffee. The 1969 Mets, New York City, and the Most Astounding Season in Baseball History. So uh, share the show right now to be put in the running. If you're on Facebook, click share. If you're watching on Twitter, click the little retweet button, and at the end of the show, we will pick two fans at random to win (laughs) copies for free. Uh, Ken Rosenthal, Ron Darling, Tom Verducci, they all have great things to say about the book, and I'm sure it's beautiful, I'm sure it's great. And it's Mets history. Yeah.
1: Even if you maybe don't know a ton about the 69 Mets like it has all filtered down into Mets fandom and it's part of the reason you are the way you are right exactly like, you know uh you got to believe is 73 but the only reason that you would dare to believe is because there was a miracle like what happened in 69 and it's why Mets fans I don't know I guess we get a pessimistic like frustrated angle but there's also a lot of positivity in this group as well and there's it's it's a very unique fan base, I and mean, when you think about all of the different things that lead to how we are the way we are, but uh, the 1969 Mets are a big part of that. So if you don't know a whole lot about them, let's say, I mean, definitely deep dive, uh, find out what made the Mets the Mets. You know,
0: I'm liking the cover too. I don't know if the if the uh, camera can pick it up too great here, just a webcam here, but uh, nice collage here of some memories from the '69 team. So they said it couldn't be done. Pick it up wherever books are sold.
1: And uh, yeah, share right now if you want one for free. So, I could use a miracle. Let's go miracle Mets of 2019. <sighs> we get that. Can we get any
0: black cats around? Can that happen? <laughs> any black cats in the uh, in the vicinity of Citi Field? that want to stroll
1: down is there, the. Is uh, there a cursed team like the, the Phillies dugout that we could uh, involve in this? Yeah, right. It's been a little while for the Braves, right? They've had yep. a drought. You know, something something to happen down the stretch. I and mean, they're way out. The 69 Mets, um, you know, into the summer. So. Things can change, theoretically. So speaking of change, there's if one... If th- get a fifth starter, let's go! Get somebody!
0: <laughs> there is one thing in this world... There's a few things in this world you can't change. But one of them is the weather. So Mother's Day, game was rained out, unfortunately. Sorry to hear. Um, I was down in St. Lucia, beautiful sunny beach. I'm sorry to <laughs> not rub it in, but uh, Sunday got rained out, unfortunately. But there's a councilman in Brooklyn... Who is has some beef with the weather and now wants Major League Baseball to have a rule in place that rain delays can't go past a certain amount of time. I know we talked about this a little bit on the ride over here, Mr. Petey Mack, but this is the Post's See, there's story. there's Mr. Pete. Mr. Pete, Mr. Babe, uh, babe to you. Uh, councilman <laughs> wants MLB to make rain delay rules more fair to the fans, and I get it. I understand what he's saying here. He's a Brooklyn... Uh, lawmaker and he says uh, Major League Baseball's rain delay rules are soaking fans' wallets, so he called on MLB's commissioner Rob Manfred to fix it. But there's one thing, like we talked about. I think I called her Sally from Pittsburgh over here in 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 the uh, the the photo from when we were out in in uh, PNC. You cannot control the weather. You can't control the sun where we decide to sit. You can't control the rain. And I understand what he's trying to say here, but. There are reasons why there are long rain delays, and it's for logistics and planning. And you know, the Reds might only come to town once, or the Brewers, or whoever. Mm-hmm. If it's not a division rival, you can't always push the series and have a doubleheader like
1: they're doing uh, in August for the rain rainout a Mother's Day. So, what he says here is, well, what? It, so, really, the game that's in question is a Friday night yeah, against the Milwaukee yeah. Brewers, and right. there was a two-hour and 15 minute 10 delay. Yeah, it, sucks. it started about 10 o'clock on a Friday night, and you bring a kid to that game. You might not see any baseball at all. It sucks. It's it's lousy. Now, if I have my details right here... They got a free game out of that. Fans were given a, the opportunity to come back to another game. It's probably a weeknight game. Not going to be a weekend game. But you get an opportunity to come back, see another game. If you stuck it out and stayed, hey, you get two games for the price of one, whatever. Like My question would be... I. I Error on the side of fans typically but like what else is a team supposed to do in this spot they have to play these games exactly this becomes it's not you know the fan experience does suck on that night there's no doubt about it but the brewers come into town once you have to get the game in unless you're going to play a doubleheader saturday or sunday which would be another option but like uh, Whatever if it rains
0: Saturday or Sunday? You're in the same, especially with the amount yeah. of rain we've been getting on the East Coast. It's been raining yeah, for like remember, two months.
1: Yeah, I don't remember what the weather forecast was for Saturday, Sunday, if they were in danger or anything like that. I think the big thing was there was a bobblehead on Saturdays. The Mets probably didn't want to have a doubleheader where they'd have to split it, it at one, and then they had the, double, the bobblehead on Saturday, and... You know, it's not a great reason to have a miserable Friday, but I don't think you're totally, you're not totally out the game here. You go back to another one. And I've been in these situations. Like I remember growing up, um, you know, we would drive down to South Carolina for vacation. We'd stop in the middle in Baltimore and we always went to a game at Camden Yards. We did like two, three years in a row and every freaking year it would pour rain. (laughs) And, you know, when you're not. In the area, like you can't go back to another game. You're just out. You stand there for two and a half hours in the rain, then they tell you to go home. That's life. And it sucks. Give me a break. But like I hate the I'm I'm gonna
0: write a letter, crowd. I hate it more than anything in the world. Well,
1: give me a good proposal. So so the councilman here in the story, right? Yeah. He he does propose what teams could do. <laughs> I, that dude, that I, after an hour it should just be a rain out let me and read that's this. it.
0: Uh, like, is there a, uh, scroll, what's the plan? I don't know what the plan is here, but you can't complain about the weather. The weather is the weather. I understand what he's saying. Like, don't open the. Let's say you know it's definitely going to be a washout. This is where I can understand there being a gripe. If you know it's going to be a washout, yeah. call the game early. Yeah. Don't open the gates and have fans sit in the ball. And they park. did
1: that on Sunday, did they? They not? did.
0: They did. They gave people enough time, which is great. This argument is, I, I'm pretty sure it says wait an hour or have some type of time limit. You can't put a time limit on a rain delay. You just can't.
1: And the other part of it is nobody know. Well, I should say nobody knows, but it's not like we have a perfect idea of what the weather is going to be on a given night. Anyway, sometimes the you know the radar says all right, it's going to clear. We're going to have a window, and then it doesn't you break. Like, You're know you just going to the- have an hour rain delay, and then all right, no game today, and we are have to figure it out. One thing that you do notice around Major League Baseball is the rain delays have gotten longer. Uh, they want to get all 162 games in. It's a big focus of the league, clearly, yeah. and they will do whatever it takes. They will wait until the middle of the night. And to me, you know, if the teams are making it up to you, uh, you know, giving the opportunity to go to another game. Then I think that's as good a situation as you're going to have. I don't, I don't see a hard and fast rule that would work for every situation. No, that benefits it's all not. the different things that you have to. Because again, there's the logistics of getting 162 games in in 184 days or whatever it is now, while you're traveling around the country. And then there's the fan experience to consider. There is yeah, even TV to consider. All these different things. So it's never going to be perfect. Uh, can it be better? I guess you know, but again, as long as teams are taking care of the people that have miserable experiences when this kind of stuff happens, Man, people it are back. gonna complain no. about. It's anything.
2: unbelievable.
0: You cannot complain about the weather, but I, what look, <laughs> listen to this quote. All right, um, doo, 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 doo. when this happens rain delays, fans are put in the position of having to forfeit several hundred dollars or more after tickets, food, drinks, and souvenirs without ever seeing a single at-bat. I'm sure that's not the experience you want them to have. It is not the Mets' fault that it rains. They're trying to get these games in. I think it's just a waste of breath. It's a waste of time. Like Honestly, I feel it's weird even addressing it, but it's it's really coming up because it was a Mets game and this guy, uh, the councilman, is a Mets fan. But To write a letter like this, it's honestly, if I got something like that and I was the commissioner, I'd just throw it on the floor. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, Next. Next. All right. So let's talk more about – we were talking about that first week in July. We got uh, Brody sitting with us on July 2nd because it's a Subway Series. July 3rd is also a Subway Subway Series. That weekend, though, Mets just announced today is Seinfeld Night on Friday, July
1: 5th. Is that the Fonz? Are you? Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I mean, I don't want to show the Mets too much here because I, I tend to believe that uh, besides Mr. Met, it is pretty tough to get likenesses down. But this looks more like uh, Danny Zuko than Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> to me. But whatever. It says Jerry Seinfeld on the bottom.
1: Hey, he's got a Mets jersey. He's got the microphone. It's Jerry to me. He's setting up a Seinfeld.
0: So what's cool about this, it's uh, to honor the 30-year anniversary of the show And uh, Seinfeld night will reunite Keith Hernandez and Jerry Seinfeld together. Maybe they got something planned as far as maybe something going on on the field prior. Um, It's against the Phillies. So that weekend's gonna be a doozy though because that Friday night is Seinfeld night. The next day is Stranger Things Day, which I don't even know what that means. But a Stranger Things Day on Saturday and then a Spider-Man bobblehead on Sunday. And you actually said, oh, it's probably like a crummy opponent, but it's the Phillies. Yeah. So that's going to be a games. good week.
1: Yeah, it's a good weekend uh, right you there. you got season
0: tickets, or if you're just looking to get out to the ballpark and uh, you can do five games in the week, two Subway Series games and then these three, I think that's going to be a great week.
1: That's not a bad week right there. Can you believe it's 30 years since Seinfeld no. debuted?
0: I love the show yes. so much, but it's, it's not really relatable anymore, the amount of, you know, there's no Just technology. text each other and the yeah, whole yeah, episode is yeah. cured. <laughs> oh, and you know what? I brought this up. I Googled it before. Yeah, July 13th, the next Saturday after that, is when we have our outing down and uh, the Cyclones game. And that is also Seinfeld Day. So I don't know if we actually even announced that. I just Googled it to see when it was. It's the same date as our outing. So Hello. they are giving all fans in attendance the Fusili Jerry. And if you don't know what that means, the uh, do you know? Lizzie?
2: No, you know I don't watch Steinfeld like uh, that. You're
0: missing out. So the Vasily Jerry...
2: Andrew yells at me like every day about it too. I'm
0: almost positive this is the same episode as Ass Man because cr- I believe Kramer makes Jerry a, a a little mini version of him out of pasta and then Mr. Costanza falls down and it goes like up his ass. I'm pretty <laughs> sure And that's how the episode <laughs> ends. I'm almost positive if, if that's not the right... If that's not right then I'm totally making that up. But um,
1: Even the arm out like that, it seems like it would be anatomically difficult. That well, the way the fusilli Jerry maybe did. the arm
0: broke <laughs> off, but the rest could go <laughs> up. It's spiral too. It probably hurt. So uh, yeah, that's that's the Seinfeld stuff. That's I reached funny. out to Jerry's people today, and I'm expecting no answer or a no. But uh, Al Dukes was nice enough to pass along the info to someone in Jerry's camp and see if he wants to. Sit down and chat a little bit. If he says yes, I'll be shocked. But he follows <laughs> The Seven Line on Instagram. That
2: would be very cool if he did. He uh, did some play-by-play play on I the radio. I doubt it.
0: <laughs> but I mean, oh, the radio is ago. a much bigger reach than this. But it would be pretty cool if he says yes. That would be awesome. Jerry, if you're watching, I'd love to sit down and chat Mets and Seinfeld with you. And uh, whatever. Whatever whatever Just comes don't up. don't
2: ask him for a hug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather not.
0: That's what. Uh, uh, if you don't know what that's from, um, we had uh, Jim Burr on. He was he was imitating uh, Jerry because. Uh, what's that girl? Sia?
2: No, Kesha. Kesha. Yeah, I don't know. She Kesha. tried. She was like, "Can I hug you?" And he's like, eh, "Nah."
0: Good, like, <laughs> don't touch me, type of thing. I, it was pretty funny.
2: She's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and she did, like didn't even know how to react because who says no? It's fu- it was funny in front of cameras like on the red carpet somewhere.
0: Yeah. It was great. <laughs> so anyway, give us a call if you want to chat 631-388-5195. We still have to get to our Lumberland. Oh my
2: god. What? This kid has never seen an episode of Seinfeld. He's like 17. He just texted, I mean like yeah, It's what? a
1: 30-year-old show now. Yeah, it's 30 it's years like old twice and he's 17. As old as he is.
0: But
2: it's on TV every day.
0: These kids these days they go to uh Adventureland concerts. Did and, you
1: watch Cheers or and Taxi? And play Fortnite or Sometimes, something. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. When I was younger. Has H- Seinfeld hit Nick at Night territory yet? I don't think it's there Uh, no. no. other it's shows I grew like up on... watching
0: are on that. Every night at 11, 1130. Yeah. yeah. Then I go to sleep. Yeah. I watch it every night. You do? Hell yeah.
2: Andrew, every we night. were watching it the other day, and then he put it on, like, uh, whatever it is. yeah uh... DVR Uh, no not DVR direct whatever the fuck and he was like (laughs) making me watch other episodes like you have to watch this
1: I don't picture him
0: being a Seinfeld guy
1: he loves it that's awesome see I watch South Park that's what I watch to like go to sleep at night really yeah so you watch Seinfeld before bed I'm sure many watch The Office before bed that's become oh yeah I never never watched that either Friends was on that list but I feel like it's kind of dipped off now it's just Wilmer He's got that one. I think we've seven. talked
0: about this before. If you're, I feel like there's a divide. If you're a friends guy, you're not a. Danny, what do you guy. watch? Do you have a
1: TV in your room? Do you watch anything before you go to bed? I just play. I play a lot of video games. and stuff. Just right. play video games before bed. See, and that's what
0: happens these days. Mm-hmm. Video games. Complaining about being too tired to come to work. I, I watch. A lot of, <laughs> I
1: watch stuff on like YouTube though. YouTube. YouTube.
2: Day, really yeah. Oh yeah. Everything. It's so really different from it. when yeah. we were younger. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was. You know. Do you know who? Um. Um, Gary Vee is no. All right, so Gary Vee is an entrepreneur. He's also does a lot of motivational speaking. He wants to eventually own the Jets. He's a very fired up individual. And please um, buy them.
1: I don't even know who you are. Buy
0: them. <laughs> he um I listen to to his podcast sometimes, <laughs> and and just follow him him on social media. But we're talking about the youth not knowing what the hell's going on with what we are so accustomed to being like glued to or or infatuated with, like Seinfeld. Let's say. Uh,
1: Wait until we're old and PewDiePie is president. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, The idea that some people have now, especially parents, you'll you'll get to this eventually. Um, People think it's bad how often kids are so locked into social media or locked into technology and they're always on their phones, yada, yada. And he kind of has the opposite feeling on that because he feels that the generation that is kind of locked in on being able to work a cell phone at three years old are the ones that are going to have the jobs in that industry, which is where everything is kind of going these days, like uh, less newspapers, more things online. and and um, Yeah, where's this show? You know, you want more people to be social and active and talking to each other. I mean, Danny's not a, a hermit over there. He's got a good head on his shoulders. But a lot of people are have no social Sometimes. skills anymore <laughs> because of the internet and because of the phones. But Gary Vee says... Bring it on because uh, we need more people that are going to go down the path of the technology side because we need them in in the workplace eventually. Yeah,
1: but, we're like our little generation is kind of in that weird spot where I guess if you are what like. 30 to and above and yeah. 30 30 to like 40 that Oregon trail generation they call it sometimes where it's like I rec- I can recall friends phone numbers from when I was a kid
2: me too and
1: like I have that I remember dialing on a rotary phone me too I remember pre-computer pre-internet how I did things and then everything changed like while I was in grade school and so you had the ability to kind of live both ways but you know it's a transitional time in terms of how technology impacted everything. Like 20 years ago, none of us could have imagined that you'd have right, right. like the phone walking around with every information you possibly needed. Like we used to bitch in math class. Like, well, what do I have to learn this? I got a calculator. That's true though. What, I, you can say <laughs> in every class now when you, you have a smartphone have to, in your pocket. You don't pocket. even have
2: to know how to spell or read. Like you I talk to like, your phone.
0: I mean, honestly, I'm going to sound really stupid here because, uh, and this is right now when Kelly's like, oh, don't, don't say it. I'm not the... I'm not book smart at all. I'm not good at math. I'm not good at whatever. But a lot of things that you learn in school, a lot of things you learn in school that you're forced to learn, you're not going to use. You're not going to use that stuff. So there, I feel like it should be more based around the things that you want to learn because that's what you want to use as a career and rather like you have to learn this and have to learn this and have to learn that. But they want you to be well, well-rounded until you select your career. But... There are a lot of things that you're kind of forced to learn that you're not going to use. But
1: anyway, two things that you brought up about- they um, teach people in high school how to change a tire and how to cook dinner. Yeah. There you go. Those are important.
0: Uh, well, yeah. if you
1: want to be a mechanic or a chef, yeah,
0: of course. Yeah, uh, those are
1: important for everybody. Yeah. That's not mechanic, chef. I yeah. know. I'm joking. You should know how to cook dinner. You should know how to change a tire. That's the thing school should teach you.
0: Two yep. things you brought up. Rotary phone. Uh, Google this later, guys. They give a phone. You I saw it? it. Yeah. They give a phone to these kids and like, make a call. And they were like- no, no idea. idea like what to do. Um, and the know, second give, thing.
1: Give me like a Betamax. I would not operate that either.
0: The uh, There's an app that Shu has. It's unbelievable. I don't know how it works. It's, you point it at a, any television mm-hmm. and it scans the TV and it starts playing the sound synced up to the millisecond. So we're out last night um, and he scans the TV. It starts playing the game. And if you have, like, your own Bluetooth speaker, you can then listen to the game anywhere you want. But once you leave that area, it's still playing. So he scanned SNY. It's a free app. I think it's called, like, Toonie or something like that. And it starts playing... The sound through your phone from the TV. So if you go to a bar wow. and they're not playing the game sound, you can, not that you want to anger everyone else there, but you could actually bring your own like little bows.
2: You, put, you and can put your little earplugs in.
0: Yeah, but then you look like a weirdo, li- like Whatever. sitting at the bar with yeah, headphones. have sat
1: in. at a bar in the last few years and everybody's just on their phone. Yeah, it's true. Anyway. Well, not, yeah. well, if you're
0: by yourself, I mean, some people, I've seen people like reading books in a bar. Yeah. I don't know. People just don't want to be home, which is, that's cool with me. Uh, what do you think about going to a movie by yourself?
1: Oh, yeah. It's yeah. fine, right?
0: Yeah. Some people are like weird with that.
1: Be a little brave, you know. You want to go see a movie? Nobody else wants to see it. Go by yourself. I've yeah, gone to
2: movies by myself. You're not talking to anyone anyway. Yeah. Who cares? Movie,
0: t- listen, I will go to any movie because they got popcorn. So like,
2: yeah. You popcorn. Love, you love the popcorn.
0: <laughs> Kelly brought me to um or convinced me to go to <laughs> Les Mis, and I didn't. I mean, I wasn't. I'm just dumb. I didn't think it was the entire thing was a musical. Oh but, my god. It was at Fresh Meadows that had the recliners. And I'm like, I'm taking a nap. So I'm just like hanging out, eating popcorn. I'm like, you watch your movie. And when it's over, we'll go to Hooters or something. So
1: anyway. <laughs> I did it once. I went and saw Inception by myself because I really want to see it and nobody else is around. And then all I want to do is talk about the freaking movie. Because somebody, that movie so, was badass. No, yeah, it was during complicated. The there's a lot yeah. of stuff going on. No, after the movie, I wanted to like, talk oh, about Oh, you it, did. Figure out what the hell I just watched. Yeah, watch. that movie was good. And I'm like, walking home, like, I need somebody to talk to about this. I don't know anybody that's seen it now. That was the only downside of seeing a movie by myself.
0: Well, it sounds like you just started a business. You can have like a social club for meeting up. No. And t- Actually, you, you go you
1: home and you Google it and you read it on Rotten Tomatoes and you, Tomatoes, and you get everybody's thoughts on it. And you like, like oh, a, that's who that guy was. You like Marvel movies?
0: I'm not a superhero movie I was going to just plug my friend's podcast. You can still plug it. So what they do is, uh, it's called the Marvel Movie Movie Marathon. Marathon, MMM. And it's uh, Indart and uh, Salazar and Miles, three guys who sit with the Sunline Army. And what they do is, I don't know how they get access to this, but they watch screenings the night of a premiere of one of like the big marvel movies and then they instantly go to a bar afterwards and have a podcast about it but they do it they would do it live so like the whole theater is their friends and then they go to a bar and talk about it so that's pretty cool oh, if you I were see. into that i mean i want to go yeah, just to hang out I, I don't watch marvel stuff but um, all right guys so next person to get through because we've actually had so many callers today. Uh, 631-388-5195. three eight eight five one nine five. You'll get a free bat mug or bat mug uh, gift certificate from our friends at Lumberland. This I love these shows though because I don't know if the people in the comments love them as well. But when we just they're still
1: talking about meatballs, though. shooting
0: the shit and hanging All out. All I drinking want is beers.
2: meatballs and pasta for dinner. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
0: In they the meantime, I'm gonna do a little bit, little bit of shilling here for the Seven Line Army because. Our tickets to Great American Ballpark go up tomorrow at noon. Let me X out of this. Tomorrow Scott at Skyline,
1: Chili territory, baby.
0: Have you been? Have you been? No, I've never been to Cincinnati. Are you coming? September 21st, All huh? Right. Babe. All right. We'll September. see. <laughs> <laughs> September. Maybe we could do a live show from there. Yeah. It might be fun. All right. So uh, September 21st, uh, we're going to be out there at Great Amer- American Ballpark. The Mets have some good luck in Cincinnati, and maybe if things turn around, lightning can strike twice, and we'll be there for it. So uh, I'm not going to jinx it. Read a book; you might find out what I'm talking about. Uh, Saturday, September they 21st, they to win a lot of games. They do have to, to win now and then. Uh, at 4:10 p.m. out there in Cincinnati, we have a thousand tickets on the left field line, starting in row one. And guess who plays left field, Mister Winker? If he's still there, that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be awesome, Pete. I shit you not. I got pricing on a bulk order of high five hands. So if nice. he's, but I don't I didn't want to include them in the package because if he's not there anymore or whatever or it's just not a thing anymore then yeah. it's wasted. So. I got a turnaround time, I think, of two weeks. So if these are going to be a thing, I'll probably order them in early September. And then if people want to buy them, they can buy them and bring them. Yeah, if he doesn't
1: get traded at the deadline, I think you're good.
0: It kind of also works out for the he struck him out chant, I think. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. We can all have these big hands, wave at winker, <laughs> strike him out.
2: Are they orange or blue? Like that.
0: We could do. Well, we're gonna wear blue here because the seats are orange, and they all. I mean, the seats are red, and everyone wears red. So maybe we would do orange just to contrast with the blue shirts. I, like I don't know. Anyway, so it's $59 a ticket. If you're listening to this afterwards, it might be sold out. If not, go to the7linearmy.com. Click on the little link there for the Great American Ballpark tickets. They are $59 a piece. It comes with the ticket ticket on the field level in section 109 to 110, uh, the special event T-shirt, the game patch, and the chance to throw out the ceremonial first pitch. So it's not the first pitch it's a ceremonial one so it's like the one before that and of course as we always do we will plan a giant pregame party someplace close i know that a lot of new bars i actually have been here before but a lot of new bars popped up when the all-star game was there recently so um it was already a fun time when i went back in. i think 2009 opening day i think it was 2009 2008 opening day it was a good time but cool ballpark yeah come on out and hang with us i also want to give a shouty out where's shouty been she even in the comments, yeah, she, she gave up on us? She,
2: she came in late. But she, I she's see. like our
0: OG, uh, well, the OG caller is uh, Rally Man, but shouty It's a close second. So uh, I want to give a shout out to our friend, Amanda Perla. Amanda got married this past 11th, same date as, as my daughter's birthday, but yeah. Amanda was in our calendar, um, lives down in Florida, and she got married on Saturday. So I want to give a shout out to her. You looked very beautiful there, Amanda, and we're very happy for you. So let's get to the phones. But Actually, not yet. I still got to do something here. Uh, before we get to the phones, let's give a little shout-out to our friends at Lumberland. Lumberland.com. They've been a friend of the program for over a year now, and they are hooking you guys up with bat mugs every week here on Orange and Blue Things. So what we do is we let the caller decide one, two, three, or four. They get either... It's a 50-50 chance, and it's always been a bat mug, somehow, (laughs) for the past two months. Um, You get a bat mug or a gift card to go to their site. And if you're not watching the live stream, I'll kind of uh, fill in the blanks here. A bat mug is a hollowed-out baseball bat that is now a mug, and they engrave the side with either your favorite player or, uh, I hope, soon-to-be sports team with their logo, but for now they don't have the uh, MLB license, they have just the PA, so they work with the Players Association, and um, you can get your favorite Met, or maybe pick a gift up for someone who likes another team, or pick something up for maybe a, a gift, or a bridal party, or a bachelor party, whatever it may be, so we got, is anyone on the line? Who do we got on the line? We got Connor in Boston, what's up Connor?
3: Hey Darren, hey Pete, what's going on guys? How are uh, you doing?
0: We're just hanging, how you doing?
3: Good, good. Hopefully to see you
0: guys down here again. And now it's a for an awesome everybody's time for everybody's last year.
3: favorite Did you watch you with us that day? We are not Whoa. sitting with you guys. My brother was with you guys. I got in another section, but it it's still an awesome in time, time here. It's up, channel.
0: studio. Presented by Lumberland.com. Sorry. I totally screwed something up there, Connor. Uh, no we worries. had you talking, and we had Rally Man in the back. I totally forgot that when we changed this, the Wait, the frame the here. Song? It's been ten days. I forgot. No, it's like whoa, <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> All right, Connor. So uh, you right. get a you get a fifty fifty chance here to either get a mug or get a gift card. It's one, two, three, or four. So I got sidetracked there for a second. I'm sorry, Connor. So uh, one, two, three, or four. What you want? No worries. Let's go with the two. Oh, yeah. No way, oh. gift card. Gift card. Finally. Finally. How much is it for?
1: Sixty bucks? <laughs> Let's see. 45? Forty five? Forty dollar gift card. Forty dollar
0: gift up? card. Awesome. So uh Connor, so we're gonna we're gonna hit you up after the show and let you know how you can redeem this 40 forty dollar well, gift card. Just for email Lumberland. me,
2: Connor, and then I'll uh, I'll hit you up with the information.
0: Alright, Liz is gonna take care of it. But yep. for those of you guys that didn't win today, or you're not Connor, go to Lumberland.com and use the promo code. O-A-B-T for 15% off your order. So head on over to Lumberland.com and pick up a bat mug for you or your loved ones. Alright Connor, thanks for calling. Thanks guys. Nice okay. job Connor.
1: All right. Did you think it was ever going to happen? Yeah, I did not. I was kind of stunned <laughs> when I was grabbing for an envelope instead of another one of the bats. Dude, I, I, I was listening to Connor,
0: or trying to listen to Connor, and I'm hearing in my headphones, What is that I'm underneath? Like, what is that? And it's Rally Man doing a little pump up there. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So we are going to do our share contest. Again, shout out to Wayne. Uh, his new book, They Said It Couldn't Be Done, available everywhere books are sold. The 1969 Mets, New York City, and the most astounding season in baseball history. If you shared... Throughout the broadcast, you will... What's the phone ringing?
2: Shouty out, Oh, no, wait.
0: We'll put her on for a second. Uh, yeah, answer that for a second. You will win a copy. You'll have a couple more seconds here because we're going to put Shouty on the line. Uh, they said it couldn't be done. Share it right now. You'll be put in the running. Shouty, where you been? <laughs> Shouty, babe, honey, where you been?
3: How are you? I missed you guys and ladies. Sorry, Lizzie. Uh, I was, how guy. are you doing?
0: <laughs> uh, I, you know what i I was I was worried. I thought maybe you gave uh, up on us.
3: No, it's just been like extraordinarily busy, like at work, and then the show was on a Thursday, and I had something to do. And believe me, I was watching, but couldn't call in at the moment. But every Thursday, you it's like you are locked in. No worries. Oh, good, good. I am glad to hear it.
1: As soon as you got your shouty, boom, you're on the horn. You're yeah, ready. yeah. Like the bat signal just went out.
0: Like, where's shouty been? There's bang, phone call. So are you gonna hit up the uh, tailgate party next weekend?
3: Uh, absolutely. I mean, I'm gonna like definitely be there with the hubs, and we're gonna have a win because I'm going positive here with all the negativity. We're going for the win, and it's gonna be great weather. Screw all this weather. Yeah! And- well, that's Mr. Shouty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm, like, super excited. I think, like, not, like, in between all this, like, we're, I, I need more games, like, tailgate. I'm, like, in withdrawal or something. Well, but uh,
0: listen, make sure you don't bring a backpack because uh, the backpack police are going to be out.
3: I am a fanny pack kid. And my kids like totally diss me all the time. They're like, "Mom, that's so ridiculous. Fanny packs are so like not cool." But now I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm getting in, and you're not." So, <laughs> so, well, All <fanny> so <laughs> we need is a seven line fanny d- bag. D- by don't the way,
0: worry, now. Shouty. It's already in the works. I'm already yeah. working on it.
3: Because fanny packs are know, coming quick- back in. Listen, did you they see- are. Did you yeah.
0: see my? But fanny- I have a
3: quickie question, Darren. What's up a with the duck question. shirt? Did I miss it? Did you miss
0: what? Why am I wearing a duck shirt?
3: Yeah,
0: I love the ducks. I don't know. There's Pete used to oh, work there. I'm giving a shouty to Pete. Yeah, quack,
3: quack. oh, I so thought maybe like, are uh. we like? Is it was it going to be like uh, we're going to have a ducks um, seven line outing game
0: or something? No. Nah, I mean I I like going to the stadium. If they want to let me throw out the first pitch one day, I'm down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> throw that
1: out there just in case anyone was wondering.
0: It wasn't me. It's the it's the beer talking. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, I, I just like going there. It's a fun time, free parking. You can't tailgate, unfortunately, but uh, no, no outing. We're just—I'm just wearing the shirt. I like it. So, listen, um, Shouty, uh, let me ask you: Do you think this is bullshit or do you think this is the truth? I already have tote bags coming. People are going to know why very shortly. But when this whole backpack thing came out, I mean, clearly, I would love to sell backpacks. I mean, you know, we we came out with one last year, but when. I said the other day that, like, oh, coincidentally, we actually have tote bags coming. No one believed it. Um, but we do. So tote bags are coming soon, uh, shouty. So if you don't want to bring your fanny pack to the game, you'll be able to get a tote bag from us pretty soon.
1: Wait, so are you responsible for the no backpacks so that you could sell tote bags? Is that what happened here,
2: Darren? I think the
0: tote bags might be free. You so. want
2: to know what's crazy? We'll see. The two backpacks that we sold were the two backpacks that they used. H- Hello? Shout out Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah so that's the one yeah that's
2: the
0: one th- they used yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
2: a, that's the photo of the two that they used well, where they're like no backpacks what oh, wasn't it
0: our backpack it was the seven line it was like the the one the new Era made anyway shouty listen yeah, we'll see you next saturday it is a four o'clock game expect the tailgate to go off around 11 or 12 if you want to get a nice day out of it especially if it's a nice day finally on a saturday it's gonna be a fun time so for those of you listening or watching afterwards definitely come on down to the tailgate party in the marina lot it is our new home for the seven Lion army and Shouty, I'm looking forward to seeing you out there.
3: And we will, we definitely going to be there. Any, um, maybe tailgate heroes coming up? Episodes coming? Maybe
0: you always like to get a little like uh, sneak peek here. that it's not a secret if I tell everyone, Shouty. So maybe we'll talk about okay. that next weekend.
3: Well, you can tell us. I'll keep it a secret. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Shouty.
3: <laughs> All right, take care. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye Shouty.
1: Mr. Shouty, <laughs>
0: that's I, I love it. I don't know if the fans at home <laughs> love it, but I could talk to Shadi like forever. So um, let's get to the share contest here, oh and then God. call this call this an episode. Uh, we'll let Lizzie take care of the Facebook when she's ready. You're on camera okay. now.
2: Thank you for telling me the last two times I didn't. Yeah, know. Yeah,
0: forget and you don't know, and yeah, it's a little delay there. So Hi. Uh, well. let me know when you're ready. I'll tell you when to stop. Upsies. This is I like these shows, Pete. I like these loose off the rails, hanging out. Doing our thing. You All ready? Right. Yep. Uh, stop. Sonia Costa. Sonia Costa. Nice job, Sonia! Congratulations, Sonia Costa. All right, you win a free copy of They Said It Couldn't Be Done by Wayne Coffee.
2: Oh, Nor- wow. Ever
0: books are sold. What's up?
2: She lives in Portugal.
0: <laughs> Shit. And we got to cover the shipping. Damn it. All right, well, that's cool. Um... All right, Pete. Tell me when to stop. Hopefully, this person lives <laughs> live in Portugal. Yeah, let's go Japan. Stop. <laughs> All right. We got... Uh, Come on, international. K-E-S-S-L-D-A-5. Kess. He lives in New York. Uh, Thank uh, God. Uh, you win. So you're
1: going to hand deliver <laughs> it?
0: <laughs> um. No, nah, you, you live in New York. You can bring it back for me. Right? No, all right. Yeah, I'll take care. All right, guys. So, thanks for tuning in uh, again tomorrow. Cincinnati tickets. going to be a fun time. We have a thousand. Um, we did a pre sale today for the Seven Line Army members, but there's still hundreds to uh, to go out to the public. So, set an alarm 12 noon on the Seven Line or just the Seven It all goes to kind of the same place. Just click the group tickets button there and plan to join us out there. Could be great. We could be uh, seeing some more history there. I hope. I'll cross my fingers.
1: At least you would be seeing Jesse Winker.
0: Or waving to him. Bye, Jesse.
1: All right,
0: guys. So have a good one. See you next week. Oh, actually, shit. Next week. Live show. Boom. Did we talk about this? With City time? Field. Did we talk about this on the show not today? today. All right. So the plan for next week, if you guys are watching, you want to come hang out with us at McKeller. We're doing our first live show. Well, we talked about this last week. What's live? What's not live is Survivor Live. It's not live. It's taped. The first satellite show is that what you would call it Ooh, okay. satellite location sounds good yeah the first in-person show is remote next. the remote location i'm sorry first remote location of the year for orange blue thing is next thursday at mckellar the deal is it's a day game it's a noon start against the nationals so instead of making you guys linger and wait around if it's a quick game let's say it's a two three hour game uh our plan is to start the stream an hour after the last out so, or give or take. So, like, if the game ends at 315, we'll probably do it at 430. So, stay tuned next week. We're going to start about an hour after the last out from McKeller. You're more than welcome to come and hang out. They have um, plenty of great beers. Hopefully, United Way Cheers is back. If not, everything else is delicious. They have a bunch of great food options. Pete and I will be there, Lizzie, Danny, the whole crew. So, definitely make plans to come hang out at McKeller next Thursday, May 23rd. So uh, that's it. The that's Mets
1: are going to make it a better day than today.
0: I hope so, man. Mm-hmm. We need it. All right, guys. Got to be. Also, talk one.
2: about Saturday again, just real quick. Saturday,
0: beer pong tournament. McKellar starts at 7 o'clock. It's for a great cause, and uh, looking forward to seeing you out there. And uh, Chris Wade, if you're watching this, good luck with your last week of training. He's fighting next Thursday night in the PFL at Nassau Coliseum. So I'm going to try to pull double duty and do triple duty. Mets game at noon, orange and blue thing at 4, PFL to watch Chris Wade kick some ass. Oh, damn. At NASA Coliseum that night. So, shout out to you guys, and uh, hopefully the Mets turn this thing around and sweep this weekend in Miami. Peace. Bye, hey guys. Bye, babe.
2: Bye. <laughs>